Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Say good afternoon to our man, Jason Longshore. He is at Longshoe on the Twitter. He is the analyst for our Atlanta United. Jason, I'm not being a jerk, but I do want to say what is wrong with our club? What's going on with Atlanta United? We lose to LA Galaxy last night, 2-0. Early goal, it just it, it seemed very familiar. What is happening with this club? Yeah, it seemed familiar because the last two games, uh, Orlando, you were able to find one and get an equalizer, but early goals change games. And for a team in Atlanta United last night, that wasn't able to control the play in a way that they normally do. The first half, the LA Galaxy, really the first 15 minutes or so, they had control of it. Atlanta grew into the game and eventually in the second half started to take more control. But when you concede early goals, it changes the mindset. It changes the flow of the game. It makes it much more comfortable for teams to sit back a little bit, be a little safer, and you can't consistently fall behind in this league and have success. All right, buddy, we started with this uh, earlier in the show. I, I, I just didn't like the starting 11. And I, I know, and this gets kind of, we're in the same parallel conversation about what's up with Joseph Martinez and what's up with Ronald Acuna. Is there a rift now since Joseph went public and, and said some things that he said between him and Pineda? No, I don't think that's the case. Uh, Gonzalo Pineda has been pretty clear that it's a tactical decision. And the starting 11, I think, has worked. I think the the balancing act, and this has been really the bigger conversation. We talked about it a little bit on the full-time report last night. You know, there was a big push, I think, in the media and in the conversation around the team that they had to play three center backs. You have to play three center backs. You're missing Miles Robinson. You've got young guys at fullback. You need a little extra help. Got to play three center backs. Okay. You do that. That takes away an attacker. And you cannot start with a forward, either Cisneros or Joseph Martinez and Moreno and Almada and Araujo. Then you only have one player left, and it's the central midfielder, and they can't play by themselves. So the trade-off, and this is what we talked about when that push started with, with going to three center backs, was you're going to lose an attacker. And it changes everything. I think with all of that said, the question about, Joseph Martinez or Ronaldo Cisneros, you look at the way that they play right now. Atlanta needs to be more vertical. They have to be able to put that ball over the top. They have to have movement in behind. And Joseph Martinez hasn't delivered that this season. Ronaldo Cisneros has. Ronaldo Cisneros has been more effective in the pressing side of the game. Didn't have a great first touch last night. Let him down a couple of times, and that's been a little bit of a recurring issue. 
that the work rate has been there from him and it opens the game up. You go back to the last game that Joseph Martinez started against Austin, they played a high line daring somebody to make runs in behind. Nobody did, and they were able to just suffocate the game after, again, getting early goals. How do you fix these issues? Let's talk about let's talk about solving the problems we have if in fact we're going to make the playoffs. How do you do it, Jason? You know what I think the biggest thing is that will change the trajectory of this group? It's getting Santiago Sosa back healthy and able to play ninety minutes. Because just talked about balance with defense and offense and, and getting an extra defender on and trying to have a little extra cover. The other side of that that I think has been left out of this conversation way too often this season, Osvaldo Alonso was brought in to bring you that veteran leadership, but also bring you a strong defensive central midfielder. Lost him after game five. Santiago Sosa had off-season surgery, was expected to be back and be able to take over, learn from Alonso, and be that six that we saw last year at times. Looks like one of the best defensive midfielders in the league. He's had injuries, and he's had illness, and he's struggled to be on the field consistently. If you're able to get Sosa in the group, in my opinion, I think it's more comfortable to play two center backs and then get more attackers on the field and be more of a threat to opponents. Without Sosa, you don't really have another six. Again, this is two players in one position, one being out for most of the season with the the knee injury in Alonzo, Sosa's been out off and on. That's one position that you've had to try to paper over. And I think Mateus Sosechu and Amar Sadich have done a good job on the ball in those moments. But defensively, that's not as much of their game. You need that more lockdown defensive midfielder, and you haven't been able to, to have it on the roster this season. And that's been one of the challenges. Sosa has been playing a little bit more each week, it feels like, when he can start, I think it's easier to play a 4-3-3. And personally, I think this team looks much more dangerous in a 4-3-3. All right. Uh, last night watching against L.A., you mentioned it the early. It's, uh, Jason Longshore with us, guys, in the WaitFor.com hotline. The ugly early goal. Sadich looked like he was struggling out there. That's why I know you mentioned, you know, you can't have everybody out there at the same time. It just seemed like there was a, a bounce when Almada came out. You already talked about Sosa. Dom Dwyer, too. I just, I, I mean, I, I understand the logic behind why he went with the 11, but it just seemed like the guys who substituted in do a hell, did a better job. Well, the game changed, too, at that point. You have to you have to keep that in mind. It's a different game as Gaston Brugman really hits the wall in his debut with the Galaxy. I thought he was great as, as their six, as their defensive midfielder. I think you saw a little bit of the power of that position, one that gets overlooked quite often. He made them a much better team in the first half. He really didn't have anything in the second half, and he was subbed out early. They weren't as good defensively after that. Tiago Almada comes in. I'd love to see Tiago Almada from the jump, but then that goes back to the first part of our conversation. You play three center backs, you can't play all four of your attackers, a forward and your dangerous three. Somebody's got to rotate out. Moreno's been playing really well lately. He didn't play great last night. Sadich defensively, again, was a little bit of a liability at times last night, but he created two chances in the first half. He had two great balls over the top for Cisneros that created opportunities. So that's where you're looking for balance, and it's hard to find that balance right now. And In my opinion, more than anything, because of that defensive side of the central midfield, where you've, you've had one guy consistently be out, another guy who's out for the year, and you just haven't had a third guy 
in your roster who can give you that defensive solidity there. I think Almada gives it to you going forward, but if you have Almada with Osetsu for 90 minutes, you're even weaker defensively. And that's where you're just, you're still, you're trying to find balance. It's been hard to do this season for Gonzalo Pineda because of all the injuries. And you're still trying to figure it out right now because of that. Our, our guy, Joe Patrick, uh, here with us on 92.9 The Game says, Atlanta United has conceded eight times this season in the first 15 minutes of games tied for worst at MLS. That talks about early giving up early goals. I know you've said that, um, you know, Gonzalo Pineda's decision to not start Joseph is tactical. I do want to ask you Joseph's response. In your opinion, is he pouting? How is he taking it from his position? Because are we seeing the best Joseph on the pitch when he gets the opportunity? No, I don't think he's pouting at all. When he came on against Orlando, I thought he was very effective in that match. Um, I thought he was maybe maybe pressing a little bit last night in terms of rushing things. I thought at times he had a little more time to to hold the ball, let the play develop around him rather than try to play it first time. But again, that's the the pressure of chasing a game where you're trying to get a goal back quickly. I thought he was pressing a bit at times. But no, I don't see a pouting element at all out of Joseph Martinez. I'm not getting that. I think right now Ronaldo Cisneros gives you something that Joseph, I don't think it's a, you know, a, not a want to thing. I just don't know if Joseph is able to make those runs like Ronaldo Cisneros does. And I don't think Joseph is able to give you as much quality defensively pressing up high and creating turnovers as Cisneros does, where I think he excels in that side of the pitch. Next up at Chicago, then Seattle at home on August 6th. More matches for Atlanta United and important matches coming up. Jason, thanks so much for joining us today, man. We appreciate you. Appreciate it, guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.